0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Love and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Falada, and I'm so excited to have the chance to have these candid conversations with you about love, sex, dating, singleness, and marriage. For those of you who don't know me or if you're tuning in for the first time, I'm a licensed professional counselor specializing in relationship issues. I also run the relationship advice blog, truelovedates.com, reaching millions of people with the message of healthy relationships. And as you'll find out about me, that's something I'm really passionate about. If you've tuned into this podcast for a while, you know that it's generally a hotline style podcast, meaning people call in with their relationship questions and we talk through them on the show. But because I've received so many of your questions, I decided I needed to do these little mini episodes where I'll be taking the questions that you've sent my way via email or voice memo, and I'll be answering them in short, practical, bite-sized answers in these mini episodes. If you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, make sure to send it via email or voice memo to Deborah. At truelovedates.com, and I'll do my best to get it answered on one of the episodes. So let's get started. Hi, Deborah. Uh, my name is Carissa, and I'm from Bismarck, North Dakota. So I've done a lot of online dating, um, but I've never been in a committed relationship. Um, I take relationships very serious and, um, always cut things off sooner rather than later because I don't want to hurt anybody by, you know, letting it go on too long. Um, but I'm starting to wonder if I'm not giving these guys enough of a chance and cutting it off because I'm scared of the unknown or am I just overthinking this, um, and it's okay and I just need to be patient, um... As always, thank you for your ministry. I appreciate your advice and your wisdom, and you truly are a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, Carissa, for that great question. Um, I think this is really important, and I'm glad we're covering this topic today because there's a lot of you out there who are wondering like how Am I too picky or how do I know when I should cut off a relationship or when do I decide you know, that things aren't moving in the direction that I want them to go? What's important? What's not important? This is really good stuff and something we need to talk through. Uh, here's the thing. We put so much planning into other parts of our life, like my husband and I, whenever we go on a big vacation, you know, we're spending money on a, on a big vacation, right? So we're planning the hotel, we're planning our itinerary, we're planning our activities, where we're going to eat, you know, we're on Yelp deciding where we're going to eat every day because we have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of resources and we want to make the best of our trip. But it's interesting because we plan for so many things in our culture. But we don't always plan ahead for relationships and particularly dating relationships. We kind of just wing it and we let our feelings be the compass of whether or not we should move forward with something when really our feelings shouldn't have that much power. They shouldn't have like the ultimate say in whether we move forward in a relationship or not. So here's one thing that I tell people is really important to do. And Carissa, I think this is really going to help you as you're especially interacting with people in the world of online dating. So in True Love Dates, in my book, True Love Dates, I talk about making a list. And I call this the red, green, yellow list. And this is something that I did personally when I was dating someone in college. And it's the idea that You've got to understand what's important to you. You've got to know yourself. Even before you get into a relationship, you've got to, you've got to be able to see what matters most to you in a relationship and whether things are majors or whether things are minors or whether they're somewhere in between. So again, I call this the red, green, yellow list. And I suggest that you literally get a piece of paper, split it up into three columns, and write red, green, and yellow. Okay? In the first column, the red list, these are traits that you need to think through, traits that you would never allow yourself to settle for in a partner, things that you do not want for sure, for sure, for sure in a relationship, you know, Uh, the most important things to remember about the red category is that reds should always mean stop, no go, you know, if you don't hear anything else right now, hear this. You cannot change things in the red category. You know, I I think what happens is we kind of don't think about this stuff much. You know, maybe if we talked about it now, you would say, oh yeah, someone who's dishonest is a no-brainer, I would never date them. And then you start dating somebody and you get really into them. And then all of a sudden you find out that they were dishonest about something, but now your feelings take over. And even though you know dishonesty is something that you're not really cool with, you start making excuses and you're like, you know, but he's got so many other great qualities or she's got so many wonderful things about her, so I don't know if I should make a big deal out of this. I see the potential here. That's when we end up having issues, you know? You cannot change someone with your love. You cannot. You can't change them with your affection. You can't change the direction of their life. That's something they've got to do for themselves. And and usually the things that we're going to put on the red list are traits that come from a lifelong series of decisions that someone has made, ingrained patterns of behavior in their life that are impossible for you to change through the relationship, you know? So think through your red list long before you get into a relationship, long before you start talking to someone, long before you start online dating. Think through your red list. And everyone's red list is going to be different because it's going to reflect your unique experiences, your unique desires. I would never just write out a red list in the show notes and say, yeah, this should be your red list because it's going to look different for you. But if I were to draw on my experience as a professional counselor and some people that I have worked with, I will definitely say that a few examples of something that are on the red list are addictive behaviors, whether that's drugs, alcohol, sex, porn, financial issues, gambling, technology eating, there are so many things that we can have on the addictive behaviors list. Addictive behaviors, abusiveness, you know, whether it be physical, verbal, emotional, sexual, spiritual abuse, uncontrolled temper or rage or aggression, someone who's displaying codependency, um, emotional dependency, I talk about that in both of my books, patterns of dishonesty or betrayal. I mean, these are things that the second you see them, red means stop. And you have got to go into relationships knowing your red list, having your red list intact, and knowing like these are the things that are a major red flag to me. For me, having someone who was not a believer was on my red list. Like That wasn't an option for me. You know, somebody that had a negative relationship with their family or friends, like bad relationships in their life to me, that was a red flag. And I'm not saying that should be a red flag for you. I'm just saying that was a red flag for me because I knew what I was looking for and I knew how important family and relationships were for me. And I just wanted somebody who was on the same page with how they engaged with other people and the relationships in their life. So someone who had too much drama or negativity or broken relationships in their life, bad reputation with friends and family was a negative for me. Someone who didn't have a heart for serving God and others, that was a red flag for me. Somebody who pressured me sexually, that was on my red list. Like, I'm not about to handle that. That is not who I am, and that is not something I'm going to make it an exception for. Someone who didn't have approval from my friends and family. Again, I, I mentioned before that that was such an important part of my life. I knew that was a red for me. If I brought someone into my life and my closest friends and family were, were hesitant and struggling with it, those people that I trust the most, that was a red flag for me. And someone who didn't respect authority or, you know, the didn't have mentors in their life, didn't have people who were, they were allowing to speak into their life, like someone who just didn't have respect for people above them. That was a red flag for me. So those are just some examples, guys. Those are just some examples of things that you are going to have to think through, like what really matters to you to the point where you're willing to put it on your red list. And I think you've got to know this stuff and and really know it so well that you decide not to enter into a dating relationship if there is something on the red list. Now, let me just add this. Though you can't change the reds in another person's life, God can. And I have seen him change red traits in the lives of so many clients and so many friends and even in my own life. So I'm saying that because I know there's people listening who are like, Oh, great. I have red flags in my own life. Here's the thing. A relationship can't change you, but God can. And he is able and he is willing. So I just want to add that because though God is able to change people, we can never enter into a relationship assuming that that person is going to change because of our love or because of our influence, because that is a really bad way to start a relationship. Next thing on the list is the yellows. The yellows are the traits that are kind of either unknown, like you don't know enough about this person yet in this particular topic, or things you need to explore more. The yellow category is things I would almost say are like proceed with caution, you know. Uh, For example, maybe there's things you don't quite know about, or things you need to think through a little bit more, or things that aren't necessarily your preference. But they're part of this relationship and they're not red flags, but they're just areas that you've got to kind of see how they play out. And they're either going to turn into red flags or they're going to turn into green flags. Examples of these, someone's sexual history, you know, depending on where they come from, their baggage, their past, that could be a yellow flag for you. You've got to see how it plays out. You've got to see who they are in the present. Someone who's got major family of origin issues and problems, that could be a red flag, but it also might not be depending on how it plays out. Communication deficits, you know, is this something that they're learning? Do we communicate differently? Is this gonna be a problem? Like those are things you need to know about yourself and and how important is this stuff to you? Is is this just a preference for you or is it a, a deep need? Um, someone who's displaying unhealthy habits in their life, maybe they waste their time, maybe they're, you know, binge watching Netflix like 23 hours a day or playing video games all the time or whatever, you know, time management or money management issues. Like, here are some things in the yellow category that you've got to decide, like, this is a preference, but how important is this preference to me? And how does this preference match up with my life? And is this preference something that I'm going to be able to live with? Or is this something that's going to cause stress, Our entire relationship. Like this is why it's important for you to know yourself. Because when you know yourself, you're going to know the kind of person that matches your life, your personality. Again, everyone's yellow list is going to look a little different. You know, people come from different experiences, different backgrounds. Someone's yellow might very well be someone else's red, you know. And I think it's important that you think through this stuff. For me, some things that were on my yellow list as a young adult were, Someone who lacks involvement and dedication to church, like a lack of that was just a yellow flag for me. Like, is it because they're a season in their life that that they're struggling with something? Or is this like a long-term issue? Like for me, I needed somebody that was going to be active and dedicated to the body of believers, you know? So how does that play out? Um, Someone who is, makes negative jokes or degrading comments, like for me, that was a yellow flag, you know, like that's just something that I didn't really want to have in a relationship. Someone who has a bad reputation among their peers, someone who lacks the ability to encourage and uplift, like maybe they're not negative, but they just aren't good at encouraging Somebody who has low self esteem or low confidence. Like, I knew I couldn't be that person for somebody that was always gonna be lifting them up and raising them up and helping them out. I knew I needed somebody to walk next to me in life somebody who lacked motivation. You know, I'm a driven person and I know my personality. Um so so someone who lacked in motivation and goals and dreams was on my yellow list because to me that was something that I really preferred to see somebody who had motivation and someone who was driven. And this is again where it's so important to know who you are and what you need in a relationship because someone else's yellow flag might not be your yellow flag and someone else's yellow flag might be your red flag. So so understanding the things that are important to you, the things that you need to learn more about, you need to see how they play out, but once you do, see how they play out, they're either going to fall in the red category or they're going to fall in the green category. And you've got to be able to figure that out. Can you live with these traits forever if they remain unchanged? That's the big question of the yellow category, you know? And you know, what's really interesting is that I find that couples who come into therapy ready to file for a divorce after many years actually started their relationship with a ton of yellow flags, traits that they overlooked or ignored that ended up eroding the foundation of their marriage because they didn't discuss them. They didn't understand them. They didn't work through them. Yellow traits will either turn into reds or they'll turn into greens. And that's something that you really have to think through and know yourself. And then lastly is the green category. Green category is everyone's favorite column because it's easy in a way and it's fun. Um, It's the place where you list all the things you dream of, the traits that you desire in a partner, you know? The beautiful thing about this is that it's not an exhaustive list because I guarantee you that no matter how long your list of greens, when you finally do meet that person that matches your life, you're going to be introduced to a whole new set of greens that you didn't even know you wanted or needed. And that's a really exciting thing to think through. For me, um, in my life, here were some things on my green list. Someone who has a deep relationship with Jesus, like I had to see that playing out in someone's life. Someone who communicated really well and interacted deeply with others like I'm such a talker I, I'm a words person communication is like my heart and to to be with someone who who wasn't there or communication wasn't a big thing for them would have really not worked for me someone who challenged me to be a better person but also a better Christian someone who like pushed me towards Jesus someone who was a, a servant and I, I saw them serve others not just me but serving people in their life and in the world around them Someone who had a good reputation um, of integrity and respect, someone who had positive relationships with their family and friends, and someone who had a prayer-filled life, you know, that they were constantly seeking God, connecting with Him. Like, their faith wasn't just something they wrote on the resume, but it was really part of who they are someone who was in tune with my morals and values, someone who respected sexuality and honored it in the same way that I did, someone who had goals and dreams for themselves, but also would be able to support my goals and dreams. Those were things on my green list. And it's funny, you know, as I'm reading through this list now, someone who has goals and dreams but also supports my goals and dreams. It's funny that was on my green list long before I was an author, long before I was a podcaster, long before I was a speaker, long before I was a counselor. You know, like like God kind of revealed to me what was important. And and as I got to know myself, I knew what was significant for me, what I had to have on my green list. And I wrote those things out, you know, I I, I prayed over that list, I held on to those things. And when relationships came along that didn't match up with those things, I just knew like this isn't for me. I know what I want, I know what I need, and this isn't part of the equation. And Carissa, as I'm thinking through your question, I think you've got to start with your list of reds, yellows, and greens. And, you know, sometimes the yellow list might include things that you consider preferences, like... Maybe somebody you would prefer somebody who's clean, but this person is kind of messy. Or you're, you prefer somebody who's always on time, but this person's kind of late. Or you prefer somebody who lives close, but this person is long distance, you know, like sometimes those yellow things, as you get to know somebody, even though that's not necessarily your preference, as you get to know someone, those things turn into greens and you realize, you know what, like we have differences in this area, but we have so many similarities. We have so many things in the green categories and nothing in the red category that I just think I could make this work, you know, so Take the time to write out your list because as you're getting to know somebody, you're going to recognize really quickly um, where these things fall on the list. And, and if it's a red, you bail. It's, if it's a red, it's like a stop relationship. This is not going to work. But if you're navigating through some of those yellows and you're still trying to open your eyes and realize, okay, how is this going to play out? Is this going to eventually turn into a green or is this going to turn into a red? And being open to that is really important. Understanding your preferences versus the things you actually need in a relationship And then being able to call it out when it turns into a red, you know, when something yellow turns into a red and being able to say, okay, I just, it's in the red category now and I know I cannot move forward with this. So the bottom line is the more you know yourself, the more you know what you need, the easier it's going to be to put these things in the categories and the easier it's going to be for you to objectively be able to say, you know what, like this isn't working or to be able to say, I have to wait and see how this plays out. This is a preference, but there's so many other great things in this interaction. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it play out a little bit longer. I'm going to develop this friendship, develop this relationship until I see something in the red category. Carissa, I hope that helped you out, gave you some practical suggestions of things to think through. Thank you so much for submitting such a good question. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you and gave you some practical steps to take when it comes to your love life. Be sure to send me all your relationship questions by going to truelovedates.com slash love and relationships or sending me your questions in voice memo form to deborah at truelovedates.com. If you're loving what you're hearing on this show, I invite you to check out my blog, truelovedates.com or either of my books, True Love Dates or Choosing Marriage and get serious about getting information that's going to help you get healthy and move you in the direction of healthy relationships help us get the word out about this podcast by leaving your five-star review on itunes and then connect with me on facebook or instagram at true love dates and give me a shout out i love hearing from you i'm deborah faleta and it was so great being together again today and i can't wait to chat with you next week take care